my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form by giving it a like, a rating or a review, especially hitting that follow button really helps my podcast grow organically and I'm so grateful for every single one of you who have done that so far. Also, if you can interact with the podcast in the Q&A down below if you are listening to this on Spotify, that would also be incredible. So before we begin, we're going to be talking about eight keys to maximise productivity. But what I want us to do first is just take literally 30 seconds of our day today just to focus on our presence right now that we have, just our full body moment. So just take 30 seconds, preferably maybe in silence, if you're walking, whatever it happened, just notice what's around you. Notice the people, notice the places you're in, notice your breathing, what you can feel, hear, see, touch. I just want you to spend 30 seconds now just noticing what's around you. These things might not be something you are noticing on a daily basis, but just taking that moment now to look around, take a deep breath and just become more aware of your surroundings. And now I just want you to take one big deep breath in and out. lovely perfect 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 so now that we are in the right mindset here let's talk about the eight keys to maximize productivity now what is productivity what is feeling productive well we sometimes base how well our day is has gone really on the level of productivity depending on what you do what your job is productivity looks different to everybody but in my mind it's just getting things done it's ticking those boxes doing what needs to be done and in order to have the life that we want in order to be quote-unquote successful we need to be taking action there's only so much you can do by telling yourself you're going to do it but not actually doing it different things and the things that are getting in the way of taking action those are the things that are taking away the life that you want the things that may be distracting you, the little things every day that are just making you take less and less action. Those things are the things that are taking away that life that you want because in order to create a life that you want, you need to be taking action, constantly taking action. And humans, well, as a species, we're very, very good at creating distractions for ourselves and like think about it like we have people in this world who are given a like a salary they are given money in order to get us to be more distracted think about the people who run instagram and tiktok and everything like that we are made to be distracted we have people who are employed to distract us and make us stay on their apps and stay on their like platforms whatever it is there are people who that's their sole job to do is to be distracted to get people to be more distracted so how can we have some things in our back pocket in our toolbox to make us feel more productive to get more done 
to eliminate those distractions and get the life we want. Well, I've got eight steps for me for you. Some of them, you know, they may not be fun. They may be difficult, but it's all about delayed gratification. If we want the immediate gratification, we will be distracted. We all scroll on our phones for as long as possible. Don't get me wrong, I do it as much as you probably do. <laughs> Trying to do it less, but it's something that we all do. Strolling on our phones, talking to people, just searching for distractions subconsciously. Those are the things we don't want to get rid of, but we know we should get rid of because we want to be getting things done. And when you know you're in that moment of, oh God, I've got to get stuff done. Here are some things you can think of. So number one, stay away from your phone as long as possible. Especially in the mornings. Let's think about this when we are waking up in the morning we have how many of you put your hand up if you are someone who in the first 10 minutes of waking up will reach for your phone I am personally definitely one of those people I'm trying to do it less but when you wake up you feel like oh god I want to know what I've missed throughout the night I want to see what how everything's doing what's going on and I look at my phone but mornings we want them to be proactive rather than reactive and there was a study that showed on average, I think it was around 150 studies, that looking at a small screen created a larger amount of anxiety compared to looking at a bigger screen, which created less anxiety. So when we are with our phones in the morning, and let's say we have to get some work done, and it's, you know, you get into the office or whatever you do at nine o'clock, and you're on your phone, that's going to create some sort of subconscious, potentially, anxiety. We don't want that. We don't like that. That's not what we want. And the way to get around this is let's figure out how can we be on our phone less. There are multiple apps. I know a popular app is Flora. So when you want to get things done, you can go on that app and it basically makes you not go on your phone and you're like growing plants when you're not on your phone and it's a nice little incentive to stay off your phone for as long as possible I know that one's quite successful some people even go as far as getting phone jails they have this little box basically that keeps it locked in there for like let's say five hours so you don't go on your phone for five hours whatever it is those things tend to be successful for some people as well maybe even just putting it in a different room working from home it can maybe let you put it in a different room but it is difficult obviously when you're working from home which is quite common these days there are so many distractions around you there are so many things you need to be thinking about but especially with your phone and those kinds of devices when we're working maybe we can go on it in a break on your break time but when you're working you're working and we need to keep that theme going basically we want to be on our phone when we're on a break or and working when we're working so putting our phone in a different room giving it to someone else potentially so they can keep hold of it and make sure you don't go on it whatever you can do make yourself that promise that I'm not going on my phone when I'm working but I will when I'm on my breaks like it's okay when I'm on my breaks I can go on it but when I'm working I'm working so to maximize your productivity tip number one is to stay away from your phone as long as possible when you're working because we all know, as I said, there are people who have full-on jobs that are designed to keep you on your phone. So how can we get around that? How can we be 
smarter than those people. It's quite difficult. These people seem to be very intelligent because it's doing it to everyone. But how can we do that? So the next one is number two, is prepare your brain. Psychology has found that the brain doesn't like to switch tasks. It really doesn't like it. And there is a natural resistance and there's more energy therefore required to switch from task to task. So let's say you're doing an e- you're following up with emails and then you have to go on to something which is potentially mathematical and you have to use your brain quite heavily. There is some sort of resistance and you feel it as well. There's a resistance towards switching tasks. And because you're requiring more energy, you're going to start feeling more tired because energy is being used. So the best way that research has found us that has found to ensure that we're not feeling this resistance as much, therefore not using more energy and therefore feeling less tired, is to have some sort of a buffer in between these, telling our body and our brain that it's time to switch tasks. We are doing this with six deep breaths, four to six on average, and it's a good amount of time to just settle down. And also deep breaths are so good for you. They reduce anxiety so much. So if you're ever feeling anxious as well, six deep breaths. I think it was a Japanese study, I believe, that did that showed that only six breaths are necessary, deep breaths, for you to feel less anxious. So about four to six minutes, I believe, on average, that takes that's like the resistance period and if we can remove that we can then have a bit more time to get into it so doing these deep breaths it's just something to make a little buffer from task to task and it could be a subject it could be let's say your do it depends what it is in your job but you could be doing one task which requires you to be quite analytical the next one to be quite creative we don't want to be wasting energy where we don't need it to be. So let's see if we can just put ourselves into it nicely by doing some deep breaths. Research has shown that this has been a successful way. So I definitely would recommend that for you. So the next one is to stop multitasking. This is number three, stop multitasking. You hear this all the time, but multitasking is something we need to start learning to phase out of there is no such thing as multitasking it's just switching from one task to the next and there were studies done where one person was fully invested into one task and the other was multitasking and they compared the two and it showed that it the person who was focusing on one task solely on one task then the next task then the next task but they were just on that one task had more focus they were feeling better, they got more done and they ended up doing it at a higher quality. There is a cognitive switching penalty lost when you are doing this and it's much more efficient when you when you don't like switch from task to task to task when you think you're multitasking but you're not. And it increases productivity by just focusing on one task, ticking it off and then going on to the next one. A lot of people think that they can just do a lot of things at once. Maybe they're on a call, but then they're emptying the dishwasher and then they're trying to feed like something and it's all just going crazy. One task at a time, you're more focused. You may think it may take you less time to do it all at once, basically, but you're just switching from task to task to task. A lot of people say that they can do 
work while watching a show which may be good for you but personally that counts as multitasking for me I cannot do it because my distraction levels are just not they just they can they're easily influenced so I can just move from one to one to one that doesn't really work for me but it's something that you need to be understanding that multitasking is not something we can do I think it was about 90 it was in the high 90s percentages i think maybe 95 or so percent of people can on this planet cannot multitask so there's only a really small percentage of people who can multitask and i'm sure you're sat there going yep that's me i can multitask i'm one of those people but realistically we're just switching from task to task to task and you don't really want that because you're not really doing it properly you're half doing it and you think you're doing it which makes you feel more productive, but in reality, you're not. So stop multitasking, doesn't exist, makes you feel good, but doesn't exist. The next one is to eliminate distractions. This is a big one because it links to your phone, but when you have distractions, when I'm, it just completely throws everything off. I, well, let's say I'm writing an essay and then all of a sudden I get a notification from WhatsApp on my laptop. I hear the nice little little bing and I'm like, oh, what's that? Look on it. And then I'm completely distracted. My, tra- my train of thought is gone. We'll come on to pom- the Pomodoro technique later, but you're meant to be focusing and you get notifications and it's difficult, but it depends on what your job is. Notifications and emails and people, it can be hard to avoid. But putting things, doing things like, wearing headphones closing the door if you have one by telling people around you that this is your working time when you are free you will let them know but you are now in the moment of you're in your flow you're in your concentration your focus zone and that will tell people okay yeah they can't be distracted right now they're an important important focus zone let's not distract them but when you are available to be distracted if you're doing something which doesn't require full focus let people know be like hey you're not wearing your headphones you're not closing the door the door's open whatever it is you need to distinguish those two kind of moments especially notifications how can we turn those notifications off how can we only have the ones that we need on on things like text messages putting things on do not disturb but when you receive a phone call if someone and letting people know that when you phone them then it's urgent but if they text you then it can you can wait a couple days and then you'll know what's going on after that so what we're trying to do here is we are trying to create an environment where you are able to not be distracted disturbed you are able to focus and get things done task by task that is how you become more productive there's no quick trick on how to do it by doing everything all at once but creating the environment and creating a place can be really really beneficial for your productivity so the next one is the pomodoro technique which is 25 minutes on five minutes off And what does this mean? Well, 25 minutes of full-on work 
it could be maybe different timings for you maybe you do 40 minutes on 10 minutes off whatever it is but doing work and then having a break there are multiple studies showing that you need to be taking breaks while doing work because your productivity and your concentration slowly slowly will decrease and you will end up be you'll do work for like six hours and you'll only really retain information from the first three or two and we don't want that to be happening so taking breaks is really important but the pomodoro technique is so unbelievably well known and well spoken about that it's something that we should all be doing at this point 25 minutes of hard work no distractions if you do need a distraction well sorry if you do come with a distract if a distraction ends up being something that is disturbing you then i'll go on to that with the next one but this is something that you need to be doing it is so useful if you let's say you have an hour to do work you're probably going to be productive in the first 40 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, your concentration will then slowly decrease. But doing the Pomodoro technique can really help you out. So number six is to notepad brain dump during tasks. When we are in that 25 minutes on zone and you get an email which is telling you that you need to go and see someone or or do something, write it down on the notepad next to you. Don't do it. You're in that 25 minutes. You take that, make that promise to yourself that when you're in your 25 minute block, you stay on it. Because energy is used to remember things. You don't want to be using all your energy just so you could recall a certain thing that someone may have said to you about 10 minutes ago you can write it down and the energy will not be used to remember that one thing when we're writing things down it makes things clearer it's just easier to have it on a piece of paper so we can just kind of note brain dump basically so if someone comes up to you and says hey i need you to go and give this to xyz person you then write it down and say yeah cool get it done but give me a couple minutes if you can and then don't think about it if you get an email asking you to do something let's write it down quickly and then move on don't let it distract you you're in your 25 minutes on stay on it basically so that one is number six number seven is to use focus songs slash sounds. What this means is when you're in that 25 minutes, you basically wanna be creating a, a zone for yourself where you're in that concentration. The things you listen to while you're working, potentially you're listening to nothing, potentially you listening to like heavy metal rock music, or what I would suggest is listening to classical music. There was a study done where they saw the productivity of classical music versus hard rock, like metal music basically. And they found that those people who were listening to the classical music with no lyrics did were more productive got more done and better quality work basically so what you're listening to can really really influence how you are getting things done basically so especially if you're trying to recall facts or if you're trying to write an essay let's not listen to words because goodness me think about that your brain is just switching is multitasking from listening to the words potentially singing the song and attempting to write an essay like all those things can be very difficult to do at once so make sure that you're listening to the right things potentially even listening to the same thing when you're trying to you almost want to condition yourself to know that when you're listening to this kind of music you are going to be productive you will get things done and that's a really cool thing to be able to do and say that you can do 
And that is number seven. So number eight, the final key to maximizing productivity is something that I have found really useful recently. It is mixing up my scenery. Sometimes when I'm sat in the same place for a long time, I will then slowly get bored and bored and bored and bored. But mixing up your scenery can really help you become more productive, changing that up, maybe changing the people you're around, changing the task you're doing in a different location, taking some time, maybe moving from room to room, or you can just change the background of where you're at, whatever it is, changing your scenery can really help you out. It is a good little trick that I love that will make me feel more productive. I'm going from place to place, maybe cafe to cafe, doing what I can and it makes me feel really productive just because I know that I'm doing different things at different places and I'm getting things done basically and it really helps me keep focused otherwise I get bored actually quite frankly I get really bored so those are the eight keys to maximize productivity if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to interact with it especially with the follow button the interacting with the Q&A down below if you're listening to this on Spotify whatever you're doing putting it on your stories don't forget to message me if you have been enjoying it I reply to every single one of you And it's all down below in the show notes, all the socials. So you're more than welcome to go over and see what's going on on that side of things. But thank you so much for listening. And I will see you with another episode very, very soon.